This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Why is it that Western Mission has often inflicted more harm than good on the global church? Is there a better way forward? Keep listening to learn more about Mekdis Hadis' new book, A Just Mission, Laying Down Power and Embracing Mutuality. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, 2 Chronicles chapter 34, verses 14 through 28. When they took out the silver that had been brought to the Lord's temple, Hilkiah the priest found the law scroll the Lord had given to Moses. Hilkiah informed Shaphan the scribe, I found the law scroll in the Lord's temple. Hilkiah gave the scroll to Shaphan. Shaphan brought the scroll to the king and reported, Your servants are doing everything assigned to them. They melted down the silver in the Lord's temple and handed it over to the supervisors and the construction foremen. Then Shaphan the scribe told the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a scroll. Shaphan read it out loud before the king. When the king heard the words of the law, he tore his clothes. The king ordered Hilkiah, Ahikam, son of Shaphan, Abdon, son of Micah, Shaphan, the scribe, and Asiah, the king's servant. Go ask the Lord for me, and for those who remain in Israel and Judah, about the words of this scroll that has been discovered. For the Lord's great fury has been ignited against us, because our ancestors did not obey the word of the Lord by living according to all that is written in this scroll. So Hilkiah and the others sent by the king went to Huldah, the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, son of Tokath, the son of Asra, the supervisor of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem in the Mishnah district. They stated their business, and she said to them, This is what the Lord God of Israel says. Say this to the man who sent you to me. This is what the Lord says. I am about to bring disaster on this place and its residents. All the curses that are recorded in the scroll, which they read before the king of Judah, this will happen because they have abandoned me and offered sacrifices to other gods, angering me with all the idols they have made. My anger will ignite against this place and will not be extinguished. Say this to the king of Judah, who sent you to seek an oracle from the Lord. This is what the Lord God of Israel says concerning the words you have heard. You displayed a sensitive spirit and humbled yourself before God when you heard his words concerning this place and his residence, 
You humbled yourself before me, tore your clothes and wept before me, and I have heard you, says the Lord. Therefore, I will allow you to die and be buried in peace. You will not have to witness all the disaster I will bring on this place and its residents. Then they reported back to the king. Zephaniah chapter 1 through Zephaniah chapter 3. Zephaniah chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Introduction. This is the Lord's message that came to Zephaniah, son of Cushi, son of Gedaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah, during the time of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah. The Lord's day of judgment is approaching. I will destroy everything from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will destroy people and animals. I will destroy the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea. The idolatrous images of these creatures will be destroyed along with evil people. I will remove humanity from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will attack Judah and all who live in Jerusalem. I will remove from this place every trace of Baal worship, as well as the very memory of the pagan priests. I will remove those who worship the stars in the sky from their rooftops, those who swear allegiance to the Lord while taking oaths in the name of their king, and those who turn their backs on the Lord and do not want the Lord's help or guidance. Be silent before the sovereign Lord, for the Lord's day of judgment is almost here. The Lord has prepared a sacrificial meal. He has ritually purified his guests. On the day of the Lord's sacrificial meal, I will punish the princes and the king's sons and all who wear foreign styles of clothing. On that day, I will punish all who leap over the threshold, who fill the house of their master with wealth taken by violence and deceit. On that day, says the Lord, a loud cry will go up from the fish gate, wailing from the city's newer district, and a loud crash from the hills. Wail, you who live in the market district, for all the merchants will disappear, and those who count money will be removed. At that time, I will search through Jerusalem with lamps. I will punish the people who are entrenched in their sin, those who think to themselves, the Lord neither rewards nor punishes. Their wealth will be stolen and their houses ruined. They will not live in the houses they have built, nor will they drink the wine from the vineyards they have planted. The Lord's great day of judgment is almost here. It is approaching very rapidly. There will be a bitter sound on the Lord's day of judgment. At that time, warriors will cry out in battle. That day will be a day of God's anger, a day of distress and hardship, a day of devastation and ruin, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and dark skies, a day of trumpet blasts and battle cries. Judgment will fall on the fortified cities and the high corner towers. I will bring distress on the people, and they will stumble like blind men, for they have sinned against the Lord. Their blood will be poured out like dirt. Their flesh will be scattered like manure. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's angry judgment. The whole earth will be consumed by his fiery wrath. Indeed, he will bring terrifying destruction on all who live on the earth. Zephaniah chapter 2 The prophet warns the people. Bunch yourselves together like straw, you undesirable nation. Before God's decree becomes reality, and the day of opportunity disappears like wind-blown chaff, before the Lord's raging anger overtakes you, before the day of the Lord's angry judgment overtakes you, seek the Lord's favor, all you humble people of the land who have obeyed his commands. Strive to do what is right. Strive to be humble. Maybe you will be protected on the day of the Lord's angry judgment. Judgment on surrounding nations. Indeed, Gaza will be deserted, and Ashkelon will become a heap of ruins, 
Invaders will drive away the people of Ashdod by noon, and Ekron will be overthrown. Beware you who live by the sea, the people who came from Crete. The Lord's message is against you, Canaan, land of the Philistines. I will destroy everyone who lives there. The sea coast will be used as pasture lands by the shepherds and as pens for their flocks. Those who are left from the kingdom of Judah will take possession of it. By the sea they will graze. In the houses of Ashkelon they will lie down in the evening, for the Lord their God will intervene for them and restore their prosperity. I have heard Moab's taunts and the Ammonites' insults. They taunted my people and verbally harassed those living in Judah. Therefore, as surely as I live, says the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, be certain that Moab will become like Sodom and the Ammonites like Gomorrah. They will be overrun by weeds, filled with salt pits, and permanently desolate. Those of my people who are left will plunder their belongings. Those who are left in Judah will take possession of their land. This is how they will be repaid for their arrogance, for they taunted and verbally harassed the people of the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord will terrify them, for he will weaken all the gods of the earth. All the distant nations will worship the Lord in their own lands. You Ethiopians will also die by my sword. The Lord will attack the north and destroy Assyria. He will make Nineveh a heap of ruins. It will be as barren as the desert. Flocks and herds will lie down in the middle of it, as well as every kind of wild animal. Owls will sleep in the tops of its support pillars. They will hoot through the windows. Rubble will cover the thresholds. Even the cedar work will be exposed to the elements. This is how the once proud city will end up, the city that was so secure. She thought to herself, I am unique. No one can compare to me. What a heap of ruin she has become, a place where wild animals live. Everyone who passes by her taunts her and shakes his fist. Zephaniah chapter 3 Jerusalem is corrupt. Beware to the filthy stained city, the city filled with oppressors. She is disobedient. She has refused correction. She does not trust the Lord. She has not sought the advice of her God. Her princes are as fierce as roaring lions. Her rulers are as hungry as wolves in a desert who completely devour their prey by morning. Her prophets are proud. They are deceitful men. Her priests have defiled what is holy. They have broken God's laws. The just Lord resides within her. He commits no unjust acts. Every morning he reveals his justice. At dawn he appears without fail, yet the unjust know no shame. The Lord's judgment will purify. I destroy nations. Their walled cities are in ruins. I turn their streets into ruins. No one passes through them. Their cities are desolate. No one lives there. I thought, certainly you will respect me. Now you will accept correction. If she had done so, her home would not be destroyed by all the punishments I have threatened. But they eagerly sinned in everything they did. Therefore you must wait patiently for me, says the Lord. For the day when I attack and take plunder, I have decided to gather nations together and assemble kingdoms so I can pour out my fury on them, all my raging anger. For the whole earth will be consumed by my fiery anger. Know for sure that I will then enable the nations to give me acceptable praise. All of them will invoke the Lord's name when they pray and will worship him in unison. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, those who pray to me, my dispersed people, will bring me tribute. In that day, you will not be ashamed of all your rebelliousness against me. For then I will remove from your midst those who proudly boast. 
and you will never again be arrogant on my holy hill. I will leave in your midst a humble and meek group of people, and they will find safety in the Lord's presence. The Israelites who remain will not act deceitfully. They will not lie, and a deceitful tongue will not be found in their mouths. Indeed, they will graze peacefully like sheep and lie down. No one will terrify them. Shout for joy, daughter Zion. Shout, Israel. Be happy and boast with all your heart, daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has removed the judgment against you. He has turned back your enemy. Israel's king, the Lord, is in your midst. You no longer need to fear disaster. On that day, they will say to Jerusalem, Don't be afraid, Zion. Your hands must not be paralyzed from panic. The Lord your God is in your midst. He is a warrior who can deliver. He takes great delight in you. He renews you by his love. He shouts for joy over you. As for those who grieve because they cannot attend the festivals, I took them away from you. They became tribute and were a source of shame to you. Look, at that time I will deal with those who mistreated you. I will rescue the lame sheep and gather together the scattered sheep. I will take away their humiliation and make the whole earth admire and respect them. At that time I will lead you. At the time I gather you together. Be sure of this. I will make all the nations of the earth respect and admire you. When you see me restore you, says the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God of heaven, I thank you for your word. Thank you, O God, that though these were heavy passages, O God, about your coming judgment, O God, and your judgment against um, iniquity and, and sin and, and wickedness and injustice and against oppressors, O God. I thank you that even within these passages, O God, we see uh, that you, uh, you always make a way of escape, O God, that, that you know, perhaps if you're humble and if you, uh, uh, if you continue to obey the word, the Lord may relent is, is what the passage says. And I just thank you so much, O God, that it's a humble and contrite spirit. It's the, the sacrifices of God are broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. That is what we are told in your word, oh God. So I pray, oh God, that you would give us minds and a heart, oh God, to obey you, oh Lord. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak, oh God. So I ask, oh God, that you would give us humble and contrite hearts, true contrition, oh Lord, that we, O oh Lord God, will live under um, the might and the power of your hand, O oh God, of your sovereign hand over our lives, O oh God. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, O oh God, that abounds in our lives and keeps us walking in the way, um, in the narrow way that leads to life, O oh God. Would you help us, O oh Lord God, to be people, O oh God, that, uh, that are not ashamed of the gospel, O oh Lord, um, and that are not afraid to share your gospel? with friends, with neighbors, with strangers, near and far, O oh God. We don't know the day or the hour of judgment, O oh God. We don't know when our lives will be demanded of us. Would you help us to be a people that are heavenly minded, but also of earthly good? Would you help us to be ready at all times, O oh Lord? Would you make us 
ready to meet Jesus at your appointed time, O oh God. Would you help us, O oh God, to live with eternity in view, O oh Lord, and be thinking about our lives, taking stock of our lives and the legacy we want to live, I mean, that we want to leave behind, how we want to be remembered. And I pray that we will be remembered as children of God, that we will be remembered as servants of the Most High God, that we will be remembered as, as followers of Christ who had the fruits of the Spirit that bore fruit in their lives, that was evident to those in the faith, to those outside of the faith, to casual acquaintances, oh God, I just pray that we would have good testimonies of your grace outflowing from our lives, oh God, and that our our um, our forward-facing public lives will be congruent with our private lives, oh God. Help us not to be duplicitous. Help us, oh God, not to be um, um, like whitewashed tombs, oh Lord God. Help us, oh God, not to be pharisaical huh, in, our, in our walk, oh God. Because many people, it is too easy to be deceived about the reality of our relationship with God. So I pray that the Holy Spirit would search us, that the Holy Spirit would indeed Get us together, oh God, so that we will always be ready, ever ready for Jesus' return or for when you call us home. Have your way, oh God. I pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Why do American Christians travel overseas to reach people in distant lands but neglect ministering to people who immigrate from those lands to their home communities? And why does Western Missions funding depend on narratives that marginalize indigenous leadership? In a just mission, Mekdes Hadis, an Ethiopian now living in the United States, provides a post-colonial critique of Western Mission, upending the white savior complex and arguing for a more globally just approach. She examines evangelical mission from the perspective of the receiver, highlighting areas of weaknesses and naming injustices. Discover what it means to pursue a just mission in our world today. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.
Yeah, so take